You might be wondering, what is the general state of record stores like during this pandemic? And how has it affected stores like Easy Street Records in Seattle, our record store recon subject of this episode? Welcome to the Goldmine Podcast. This is Patrick Prince, editor of Goldmine Magazine, the music collector's magazine since 1974. And this is our record store recon episode, our monthly episode of the podcast. And record stores all over are feeling the effect of the current pandemic and uh, many of their customers are staying home, obviously, and it changes sales where customers will order from the store's website um, instead or even do pickup orders. Some stores are doing that. And Easy Street Records is no different. It remains open. It has a productive, informative, and active website. You can go there at easystreetonline.com. Uh, the owner, Matt Vaughn, was going to join us on this podcast, on this episode, but had other matters to attend to during these challenging times. But he will join us in future episodes. Uh, Dr. Disc, who is our reviewer, our Record Store Recon reviewer, the anonymous customer, at least at first, that goes into many record stores and reviews them. Uh, he has spoken to a bunch of record store owners recently, uh, just before this episode, and has gotten their feedback about how this pandemic has directly affected them. Each store is different and affects them differently, and each store is finding ways to acclimate. Um, Easy Street Records in Seattle um, is also featured in our April print edition of Goldmine, and it's only the second store to receive a perfect rating by our reviewer, Dr. Disc. It's, it's possibly Dr. Disc's favorite record store, and this is due to the way they manage and organize the store itself, their service, whether it be in-store or online, and they have all the extras that the doctor loves, whether it be a cafe or st store swag to buy, and they have plenty of it. Uh, so stay with us as we talk to Dr. Disc, um, your favorite record store reviewer, following this advertising message. And now this advertising message is from Adam and Eve. This is for all our listeners who are in a relationship and want to add to it by going to adamandeve.com. Adam and Eve are an upscale specialty boutique for discerning couples. And if you go to adamandeve.com, you can find and get free stuff. Uh, we all know free stuff is awesome, but free stuff to spice up the bedroom is even better. And adamandeve.com has it. Uh, you can select almost any one item for 50% off, and then they will load you up on free stuff. All you have to do is just enter the offer code GOLDMINE at checkout. Uh, G-O-L-D-M-I-N-E at checkout and get 10 tantalizing free gifts. Uh, you can get a sexy item for him, a special gift for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And six free spicy movies as well, plus free shipping, which is always great. That's offer code GOLDMINE at checkout at adamandeve.com. Okay, well, hello, Dr. Disc, and thank you once again for coming on the podcast. How are you? Doing great, doing great. How are you doing? Good. We're, we're going to talk about Easy Street, Easy Street Records in Seattle. Now, we were supposed to have um, a guest 
on this podcast, but he had to reschedule at least. Matt Vaughn, that's the owner of Easy Street, correct? That is correct. I guess because all the what's going on with the coronavirus and uh, his store, and um, I don't know if he's closed it. He's still open, right? Uh, last I checked, they were still open, but I know Seattle has been hit Con- pretty hard by yeah. Uh, yeah by the coronavirus. Right. Well, we look forward to speaking with him uh, another time. It's perfectly understandable why he he couldn't uh, be a guest at this time, but. Uh, we'll talk about Easy Street, but first, uh, what's the general feel out there from other record stores? Are some closing, or some have some seen a hit with uh, sales? Are they getting more online orders? Um, what have you been yeah, hearing? Um, yeah, I talked with, um, just in the last couple of days, I've talked with about eight different record stores. And, um, you know, one, I talked to the owner of uh, Vinyl Edge out in Houston, who we talked about a few months ago. Right. And he said that um, they actually have had some of their best weeks of sales recently, um, selling some very high-end vinyl and, and stereo equipment. And he said, you know, so maybe people are figuring they're going to be stuck inside, so they're going to listen to some quality stuff. But he did talk about how, um, you know, they're, they're going to have a much greater um, online presence. Right. Talked with... Um, Yep, talked with um, a couple of stores, uh, Sig's Lagoon, and uh, which is out of Houston, and uh, Blue Vinyl, uh, Blue Village Vinyl, out of Illinois, out of suburb Chicago, and both of them have completely shut down. Mm. Um, they just felt that um, in in Sig's case, it was the whole neighborhood around him was shutting down, and he kind of felt like. You know, it was going to be hard for him to just draw people over there for that kind of business, and and he wanted to show his support for the other stores in the in the area, and so he's too working on coming up with some alternative ways to generate revenue. I saw even recently today he's got some stuff up there that if people buy it, it re- it uh, benefits kind of all the stores in the area. So if you don't follow him on Twitter, Sig's Lagoon is is a great one to check out. And then, Blue Village Vinyl just said, you know, it was getting hard. they were getting less and less people coming in. I think people are just sometimes nervous to thumb through things that maybe 4,000 other people have thumbed through. And, yeah. um, so some of the stores I've talked to, they, they talked about how they've had people coming in and professionally cleaning everything, and, you know, it's, everything's as clean as they can get it. And it's just a crazy time, though. Yeah. Well... Hopefully the sales will pick up online for record stores. I know, well, everyone knows who's into record collecting. That record store day had to had to reschedule, which um, is you know again understandable. But we will yeah. see it hopefully this year. And yep. speaking, well, and of, I just go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, just, I was going to say I just got notification last night that um, Amazon has ceased all distribution of vinyl and CDs in, uh, during this epidemic because they want to prioritize, uh, I guess, critical items over media. So right. they're not going to be shipping out any records or CD sales. So it's a tough time for everybody right now, I think. Which could be an opportunity for record stores. Um, people are going to yeah. turn to record stores online or individual sellers um, on Discogs or on eBay and try to get records that way. Because like you said, people have to do something while they're they're in their homes, uh, social distancing, um, 
they're going to have to listen to music or keep themselves involved. Not everyone wants to be stuck in front of Netflix for, you know, yep. twelve hours at a, you know whatever. Um, now, well, speak- and our friend, our, our friends up at Strictly Discs in Madison, they're doing curbside service. Wow! So you call you call the store, you tell them what you want, they package it all up, and and they're waiting for you when you drive your car up there. They just hand it to you and and you get to go. So maybe maybe our uh, our friends in um, at Cheap Thrills in West Virginia who had the drive-through record store, maybe they were maybe they were ahead of the game. Pathetic, yeah. Stuff, they, so. they they saw <laughs> they were able to see something that we did not, and uh, yeah. I feel fat, bad for goofing on them. But uh, now it's going to come in handy. Um, yeah. But speaking of Record Store Day, this particular store that um, we're going to talk mostly about, Easy Street Records in Seattle, they participate in Record Store Day and are part of creating a magical event. And you were going to tell a little bit about that. Yeah. So, in you know, I talked with Matt and um, just from the initial conversation and, and Someday he'll get to join us and tell the story live. He's just so passionate about everything that he does. But I asked them, you know, last year, um, Record Store Day released live on Easy Street, 2006, uh, uh, the Pearl Jam vinyl for the first time ever. It, it, it had been out on CD since 2006, but it had never been released as a record. And um, so I just asked him kind of how that whole thing came to be. And, uh, you know, he mentioned that uh, being in Seattle and uh, a couple of the guys in the band shopped there and they had reached out to the store and, and said, you know, could we do a performance? And then they were told, no, nah, it's not going to work. It's just too small. It, it, it's not going to play. And, um, Eddie Vedder showed up at the store one day and he said he walked into the store, um, kind of looked around, air guitared a little and then said, yep, this will work. We'll do it here. And the <laughs> next thing he knew, he was, um, you know, they had to keep it under wraps. No one was allowed to know. They roped off the whole upstairs um, level, and they had the band come in even before they had opened the doors. And so the guys in the band were just hanging out upstairs. And then um, they, you know, then the next thing they said is, you know, we got the special guest who's going to perform now. And next thing, you know, Pearl Jam comes downstairs and, and plays. And um, there are some guests on that album too. I think uh, from X. Um, the bassist um, John Doe get, uh, plays on one of the songs, and uh, it was it was pretty impressive. But um, and that was one of the top selling releases last year for Record Store Day. Yeah. Um, so it was it was really an interesting story. So I asked him if if Pearl Jam stayed connected to the store, you know, any more than just that one release, and he said just last year, uh, Jeff, the bass player in Pearl Jam came down to the store to play records and to help pass out donuts. And uh, he was supposed to be there for like an hour or so. He ended up holding the door open for everybody for like three hours and signed records, talked with everybody, and then even called his friend's band, uh, they're called the New Indians, to come into the store and perform. And so they ended up doing a live performance that evening. So, you know, that those are the stories you love to hear. Those are. And, and I'm wondering if that... Uh rsd release last year of them playing live from easy street if it's uh you know it was obviously all this the albums are limited if it sold out yeah i don't know if it did i i will tell you that 
from what I had heard, it, it was one of the best-selling Record Store Day releases yep. ever. Um, I don't know if it had a limited number. I'd imagine they all sold out, but I, you know, it wasn't a numbered edition like some of the things were. So I don't. I guess we'd have to talk to the RSD people someday to find out how many were actually printed. Right. Yeah. Most have most have a, a limited amount. Um, if you check the RSD list, but some don't. So that's interesting. I wonder if there will be another one in the future. Probably. You never know. Um, but yeah. the store itself is pretty hip. They have their own store swag. You said they had one of the coolest uh, shirts, and they got their logo and everything. Even if you want to, even want to give your your uh, baby some some Easy Street Records wear, um, you can do that. Yep, and I, I guess I, I'm remiss in not in, in not starting off the interview by saying they are only the second store we've interviewed or met with. That scored a perfect score. Yes, I was so, going to get to that. Yep, um, yep they are, um, you know, everything they do is top-notch. They have their own cafe, um, which has slightly different hours from the record store. The cafe is open 7 to 3, whereas the record store is open um, mostly 9 to 9 and then Sunday 9 to 7. But, um, you know, this is, it would almost make me want to move to Seattle just to be able to hang out more <laughs> at this record store. It looks like the cafe is in the middle of the floor, almost, in these photos. Um, yep. That's yep. interesting. Did you have a bite yep, at the cafe? A, uh, we had a drink at okay. the cafe. It does take up most of the you know that area in the first floor, and then you've got all the swag on the first floor, and some CDs on the first floor, new releases. Um, then you go upstairs, and that's where like most of the vinyl is, all the mm. new stuff. Mm. Now, a drink, uh, alcoholic beverage or coffee? Well, you come in, you're in Seattle, you got to have a coffee. <laughs> no alcohol <laughs> on the premises, huh? Not even when uh, watching yeah. Pearl Jam. Yeah, not even when watching Pearl Jam. <laughs> Couldn't get that permit, I guess. But anyway, so <laughs> coffee's good. I mean, do they? so they have a little bit of food, too? Yep, yep. And you said that... Uh, you, you, they have every style of music you can think of, and in fact, the selection of sub pop records is only second to the sub pop store itself, which you've reviewed, which is in the one of them. There's a satellite store in, uh, I guess, Seattle Airport, correct? Yep, that is correct. Yeah, um, yeah. I have not seen this much sub pop since uh, since I was at the airport. And uh, obviously, like most good record stores, they support their local um, music. It just mm -hmm. so happens that you know their local scene has has given us some of the greatest bands to come out of the last you know twenty to thirty years, uh, forty years, I guess, too, with, with Pearl Jam and Soundgarden and um, Nirvana. Um, you know, just some small bands that I'm hoping some people have heard of. But <laughs> now. We always have a we had we've had a joke on the podcast that if record stores have food, we wouldn't recommend eating off the floor. But uh, <laughs> did you try that test? <laughs> I did. I did not eat off the floor. But again, you know, for them for them to earn a forty, right? It really means that everything has to be, you know, the, the clean and organized. And, yeah. Well, and you know, I, listen. I, I I don't want to walk into a, a sterile place where just where everything's so clean that you're just yeah. like, you know, like oh, this doesn't even seem like a record store. Hospital um, records. I mean, I, I yeah. Well, you can get that when you go to a mall. 
uh, you know, it, it, so um, the nice thing about this record store is it just, it it's clean, and yet you, it feels like a record store, and that's what you want. Well, what did you get? Did you pick anything up here? Oh, boy, I'm trying to remember now, because it was uh, just a couple of months ago. Um, let me take a look at my, at my list of... Uh, yeah, you know, I cannot remember what I purchased at that store, uh, but we did make some purchases. Oh, you know what? I did, we bought a lot of swag. I will tell you that. I got a hoodie. I got a shirt for the quilt. I got some stickers. I got a handful of pens. I got magnets. I So I may have ended up just spending all my money on the store swag. <laughs> hey, well, that's good. You, Like you said, you got a hell of a collection of uh, shirts, uh, record yep. store shirts. All right, well, great. Uh, you know, I look forward to speaking to the owner, Matt Vaughn. He sounds like a very interesting guy. And uh, he's been, I guess he's been doing this for for a while now, right? This store has been around for a while, correct? Yeah, the, the store opened in 87, but it's been at this location since 89. Well, that's and I think, pretty good. I think within the, yeah, within the use or within the independent record store community, I think this store is seen not just by Goldmine now, but by others also as, as really a leader. And Matt is part of the um, Independent Store Coalition. Yes. So, and I know that's a real exclusive group of, of top performing independent record stores. Well, I mean, if he's been there since the late 80s, then he was there for pretty much the entire, the, the whole Seattle scene of grunge. I mean, sure, it started earlier yep. than that, but uh, it, he was right there, man. And, and that's pretty cool right there. Um, okay, yeah. Dr. Disc, well, we will talk to you next time. And any last words before you depart? Well, I just, you know, next month we'll talk about uh, Guest Room Records in Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah, that's right. Another exciting record store that you can read about in the May issue. All right. Well, thanks, and we will talk to you again. Talk to you then. All right, Dr. Disc. Bye now. Thanks, good doctor. Dr. Disc will be here next month. Uh, we'll talk to him next month about the next record store that's reviewed. That will be in the May issue, May print issue of Goldmine. And don't forget to go and check out your local Barnes & Noble and book some million newsstands for the latest issue of Goldmine in print. Also go to goldminemag.com and, and check out all the different exclusive content that's there, all the informative content that's there. Uh, find out about, well, you can find out about uh, cancellations and rescheduling of record shows, for instance, uh, during this pandemic. You can also find out all sorts of stuff about music collecting and music history. You can also get a percentage off our print magazine when you go to goldminemag.com. Okay, well, we'll talk to you next time on the Goldmine Podcast. This is editor Pat Prince signing off. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 